Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. We are back. It's episode 31, everybody. And it has been a whirlwind. Yeah. A whirlwind of all sorts and shapes and sizes and things. And I'm glad we're surviving, Romy. Yeah. Right? We are. <laughs> right? That was a question. That was not rhetorical. No, it, it's just been intense. So buckle up, guys. Today, we're going to have a fun, fun conversation. We're going to talk about the heated things that happen in relationships and including the heated things that happen within ourselves, the relationship we have with ourselves and how we deal through that. So there's a lot of um, hopefully powerful and impactful stories that we can share with you guys and some takeaways that I know that you can implement. And from just right away, it can make a huge difference. And so I, Romy, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you if, if you want to kind of kick us off with this, because this is near and dear to our hearts, guys. We're going to we're going to dive in pretty fast and yeah. yeah. It's probably the most passionate episode that I've ever done. There you guys have it. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, step one, my, I was just in a wedding. I think I talked about it. You did. Yes. And I just want to just give prayers and love. Um, the flower girl. So my best friend, one of my best friends, Carlene, she just got married. I was in her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was last week. Yeah. Or last week. And they were on their honeymoon and got a call basically saying that their daughter is, you know, she's at primary children's right now and she was lifelighted because the ex-husband drove her drunk into a tree. Um, She was trapped in the car and the car started on fire. The dog in her lap died. Lots of trauma. And she has not woken up since. Mm. Um, I went to the hospital recently and it's so much bigger. It's so much bigger. They kicked the stepdad that loves this little girl more than anything out. And he's been sitting in his truck for days because dad says, I want to see my daughter and has not even said, I love you to her, touched her, nothing, not one time. He's just playing the game. So less jail time, et cetera. Um, Rich mommy bailed him out. And that's why he's out of prison because they took him to prison at the scene of the accident with a extremely high two point something alcohol blood level. Holy cow. Okay. Um, so I want to just give prayers and love, but I also want to, because him and his family are trying to brush this under the rug. Mm -hmm. There's a huge thing, justice for Lily. You guys might've seen it. Uh, she's at primaries right now. So anything anybody wants to do, you can reach me on Facebook, Romy Meston, um, and message me. And I can kind of give you some more details because it is public and they want it as public as possible. So it does not go away. Um, So one of the saddest things ever. So that was super emotional. um, But yeah, it's been just a whirlwind of sadness and grief, but also learning. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of Huh, the ball of yarn in my brain, right? But yeah. it's not a cute little Christmas package. It literally is just like I understand both sides. Mm. I understand everything now mm-hmm. that I need to. Right. But it doesn't make you feel um, happy about it. Right. 
right? It's not like, oh, I understand. I have clarity and now I'm excited. <laughs> it's uh, so much trauma and chaos that it's not something to really be excited about, you know? So um, I'm just going to dive in, but prayers to <coughs> Lily. We love you. Please recover quickly so we can color unicorns together and all of the good things that we did. So um, I'm going to start with every action has a reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is where we take into account accountability for ourselves. All right. Cause you have two different categories here and I know Aaron that your brain is going to <laughs> actually put this into something that people can clearly understand okay. and logically why this happens. Okay. So that's why I wrote it out. Um, I actually wrote notes this time instead of winging it like I always do. That's so, me too. uh, I work the bar on the weekends. Every action has a reaction. Mm-hmm. I drove home and got a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. I tried to play like I was a victim, not to the cop. It was too late for all that crap. And I did not have a tit shirt on, so I couldn't show him my boobs either. <laughs> but it's like my first ticket ever. Wow. Wow. Right. Okay. So I got this ticket. And I thought, man, this week is really something, right? Yeah. So I have a friend that always says, you like to add things on. Hmm. Man, this whole week, just boom, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And they're all separate occurrences, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a very good point with this. Because for about half an hour, I was trying to be a victim. And I thought, I got a ticket? Are you effing kidding me right now? That too? Okay, um, you got a ticket because you were speeding. Mm-hmm. You were doing 87 at 2 in the morning trying to get home mm-hmm. in a 70. Mm-hmm. So there was a highway patrol that actually pulled you over and gave you a ticket. Are you a victim? Well, no, because I was speeding and I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> Fair? Yeah. Just throwing a little tantrum. I don't want to deal with it. Well, it doesn't matter if you want to deal with it. Did you do it? Did you have an action that caused a reaction? Yeah. And was it anyone else's fault? No. So there's one. Um, I did this. Not washing your face. I haven't washed my face for a minute because I've been at the hospital and stuff. And I was like, wow, my skin's really breaking out. So that was more of a funny one. But I was like, okay, every action has a reaction, right? (laughs) And lately I've been like, you know, I just want to relax and actually zen. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching movies and it's like cozy weather. And I thought, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. But then I realized it's like months. And my jeans are fitting tighter and I weigh more than I want to. So again, every action has a reaction. I can't snack at night and watch movies and not work out just because I'm tired and I want to relax and not have weight gain. It's not going to happen, right? So again, my fault. And so when I looked at the scale or when I said, how are we going to get back into exercising? Because now I'm out of it. Well, it's nobody else's fault. It's my problem. I really want to blame some of these apps that do like two for one on ice cream though, because fair that has been (laughs) Aaron. If you guys, you don't know him so well, like not personally, this man loves ice cream. I do love ice cream, but I've limited myself to the weekends and then it started slipping. Like you're talking about, right? This is great. This is great. And we're talking. So I never ate ice cream. Really? I, I like it, but I could care less. And then you love ice cream. And then we started hanging out and I was like, (laughs) ice cream all the time, you know? And this was part of it. And then I started eating not complete crap, but like stuff that will add up after certain hours at night. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I feel snacky now, I do vegetables. Mm. That's That's it. And then I run at night now, Mm -hmm. right. With Zen music on my earphones and 
It's like an experience, yes. right? But again, I got the ticket because I was speeding. Right. I gained weight because I was eating. And I wasn't working out and all of these things, right? My dogs that got sick, I know I've talked about this already, but they got sick for like a period of time and I couldn't figure out like, F, man, everything's going wrong. And it was because my shitty ass attitude because of everything that had happened, but I couldn't pull myself out and my dogs were literally just manifesting for real Mm -hmm. because there was no doctor logic behind them being as sick as they were all of a sudden. It was straight energy. When mm. I shifted my energy, like within that week, because yeah. somebody told me like, it's not them, it's you. Mm. Uh, I got the house sage, like all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. And it like shifted. That's awesome. And they've never been sick since. That's great. Right? Yeah. And so those types of things, again, every action has reaction. Now, this is where I wanted to talk to you because there's also other things. Yeah. We don't need to say whose fault it is. It's just things that we need to place and how are we going to place them? Mm. And I'll make this brief because I've talked about this already enough. My divorce causing me to be a little crazy, a little chaotic like everybody would. Um, And then my mom, that relationship tanking because she says, you're not, you know, you're not acting like a Christian. You're not... Um, you're drinking too much. You're too crazy. We don't know what to do about it. So we're just going to leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every action has a reaction, but me getting a divorce, being sad, going out drinking and dating men doesn't mean my mom should leave and not love me anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So do you understand where my brain is? Mm-hmm. It's going like sometimes it's not our fault right. when actions have reactions. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was one more, where is it? Oh, juice sales. Been dead for like a month. Yeah. All of a sudden, dead. Mm -hmm. And I think there's no action that has a reaction, right? With my juice sales. It just stopped. Yeah. And then, again, not taking a victim mindset. Not true. Because I got lazy on marketing. Mm. And now it's showing weeks later. Because when we market as entrepreneurs in business, you know this, and several others know this, Mm -hmm. we're doing it for weeks ahead. Yeah, you're exactly right. Not for that day. Yep. And so I got lazy in marketing because that's my least favorite part (laughs) in business. I just want to sell. I just want to have a business and sell. Yep. Right? And juice. That's it. Yep. I'm sure everybody else does too. But so do you feel me? I do. You mind if I share a couple of things? No. I was just going to say, let me just cap it off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the boyfriend that I had, um, I got a text. Basically, I'm going to, you guys don't know him. Doesn't really matter, but I'll be nice and behave myself. Um, I got a text saying, I don't know if this is going to work because of, you know, whatever, distance, communication. Mm -hmm. He kept feeling like he was failing at things Mm -hmm. and I'm pissed off at him all the time. And when you step back, right? Every action has a reaction. So the reason I'm bringing this up so much and recapping that Mm -hmm. is because it really does. Okay. And I was able to process this mostly through by myself. Yeah. And I think he would say things like, but you're the only one I want. Mm. And I actually believed him. He's a great man. Mm -hmm. And I would say things like, yeah, but wouldn't it be easier just to date someone closer? 
guess what I was doing? Subconsciously, not actually wanting him to go away because then I would add it to another person that left me in my life. Yeah. Well, maybe if you STFD'd, right? Mm -hmm. Once in a while. And nope, that's not going to happen because of my own fear Mm. playing out. Mm -hmm. And for once in my life, I processed this through and realized why he specifically came in my life. Mm off of a dating app, mm-hmm. I kept telling him, you're either a lesson or a blessing. Okay? <laughs> I think it was both. Sure. For him, I think it was both. Because I have racked my brain, why does why do people leave and why can't I make this work? Yeah. And he showed me clear and day as day, but he didn't know he did. Right? Mm-hmm. That lesson that he says things to me. I actually do want to be your boyfriend though. I actually am happy in this relationship and I have one arm out because of what other people have done to me. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm saying sabotaging things, not knowing it. Yeah. So when I had time to process this out, I go, well, holy shit. He didn't want to, you know, I don't know if this is going to work, Romy, because he wanted to leave. He just really didn't know if this was going to fucking work because I don't know when to stop sabotaging shit. So unless I stop sabotaging relationships, everyone's going to want to leave and not want to know. They don't know why they want to leave. Yeah. That's the accountability factor that we'll talk about later. Okay. But you're up. I'm up. That's, that was the whole, every action has reaction. We are, I don't know what we're doing because we're not really communicating at all. So um, we'll just leave that. It doesn't matter. But every reaction has an, you know, every action has a reaction. Yeah. If I couldn't stop sabotaging it, guess what? Yes, another one bites the dust. Yeah. And he's saying like it's not over or whatever. But if we're not communicating, we don't really have anything. Yeah. And so I'm just letting it be. I'm just letting it sit and just be. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going on, and because of my goddaughter that's in the hospital, things take other precedence. Sure. In all fairness. I get it. Right? So, yeah, I realized my part in huh, this whole week of this whole list. Actions having reactions. It's And crazy. I'm not a victim. Yeah, it's crazy. So last, I think last episode, um, I briefly mentioned that we got robbed. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's so easy for me to be able to point out and say, like, well, if they would have just shut the garage or if they would have done this, you know, I'm. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I could be blaming other people. But the reality is, is even though like a logical person might think if the garage is closed, you don't need to lock your car. I could have had my car locked. Guess what? I could have had my wallet in my room, not in the car. My wallet didn't get stolen, guys. That was like a huge blessing. I still didn't. The only thing I can think is, is they were looking for guns and they were looking for cash. Um, they didn't take anything out of my wallet. It was such a huge blessing. Um, but they took dude's credit card. They did take his credit card. That was that was like right there and available. I'm sure that was the reason why they did. These small blessings, right? Yeah. and But the thing is, is that, you know, when you talk about actions, have everything has a reaction. Um, the Something that's super helpful that I've looked at before, and we've talked about it briefly, is just asking, you know, like five whys. If you can... If you can trace back why something happened, you get to the place where you were talking about, Romy. It wasn't so much 
I mean, you can say that uh, is because I said this, that that's why he said that, right? You can immediately respond to that. But if you dive in deeper, you look at it and say, heck, I've been sabotaging this. And it's that part is not his fault. Granted, like it wasn't, maybe there were things that he could have changed too. But at the same point, like there was a hundred percent. Yeah. Communication. Yeah, for sure. Right? And I think I, I think, can't make him change though, or I can't make him want to. No. And maybe if my actions were different, he would have had a different reaction yeah. and wanted to communicate more. Yeah. All the what ifs. Yeah, exactly. But still. And so that's what I mean is when you go back and you start tracing from how did we get here, you know, you start to see gaps. A lot of times we don't see them as gaps. We make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what he meant. Do you know that that's what he meant? We don't know that unless you ask the question. And so you said this because you assumed that this is what was going on or this is what he said. Or this, not that what he said, but this is what he meant when he said X, Y, or Z. Like that's the problem. It's understanding where those gaps are. So that's what I'm telling the listeners is just that an easy way to do it is just go back and try to understand, well, how did we get here? Yeah. What was the step before that? And rather than jumping to conclusions and saying, well, I said that because obviously he's like this. No, you don't know that. You really don't unless you're inside his brain. I can't stop laughing right now because you remember on Office Space when Mm -hmm. he, (laughs) sorry. No, go ahead. (laughs) It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) where you jump? to different conclusions <laughs> and the guy's oh like that's gosh. your invention <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry when you said that i was like oh god off his face stupid <laughs> oh we need to laugh so but yes <laughs> the, but i guess where i want to hit you know when you talk about every action has a reaction um <clears throat> you you briefly mentioned it you talked about your mom in relation to this And it's the idea that even though you were not necessarily in control of someone else and you did not react, nor did you even act, but they had their own choices and their own, uh, their own, um, like, yeah, they have their own choice. They have their own accountability for whatever it is that they say or do. And we can't control that. Right. So you have your dynamic, what you can control and then only what they can control. And when you're engaging that, if you think of like a Venn diagram, you got two circles and they kind of overlap in the middle. It's when you're engaging where there's the two, where both of you have accountability, but that's such a small portion. And that's where I want listeners to understand is that especially with like a Venn diagram, if you can understand that you got two large circles that overlap in the middle is where there's mutual accountability for things that are said to either party. Right. But there's so much more. It's like 80% (laughs) is actually the stuff that we can control independently. And when you talked about like, say the juice company, you know, and like something that you didn't want to do, which was marketing and all of that. One of the things that really comes to mind for me is like when, when we're in these situations, it, it's also about intention is what I want to get across. Because like, I, I don't know if you guys ever had like a nice home cooked meal, um, growing up and it didn't have to be from your mom. It could have been from just somebody that cared about you. Like having someone make a meal with love tasted 10 times better than it's just different. like something else. Right. It's different. It is different. And, 
And I think that's also something that can be said about what we, you know, and any action that we take, whether it is marketing in a business and why things haven't worked the way that we wanted, or whether it's in a relationship. When we show up, you know, for someone else and we do it to kind of check the box or we do something to get a reaction out of somebody else, where is our intention? Because that energetically can matter as much, if not more than the words that we use or even the actions that we take. I talked to one of my friends today. I won't say, (laughs) but she listens and um, she would not mind if I shared, but she has a guy now that she's really like it. They're exclusive. Oh, wow. Nice. And, Mm-hmm. And um, she says, "Yeah, I told him. Real, it's really nice to be in a in a, in an exclusive relationship, you know, and monogamous too." <laughs> was when she silence? said that, I was like, "I know where you were going with that." And I said, "I'm gonna throw this out to you because I am the worst culprit of that right there." Mm. Fair. Mm-hmm. I don't ask questions, Aaron. I'm not entirely sure I know how. My sister. I watched her for years and she is the best person I have ever seen at engaging with people and asking people oh. questions about their life. I watched it and I was like, God, I look like a narcissist ne- next to you. <laughs> right? Like, like I don't give a fuck. Just put me on stage. I just want to sing. And she's out here in the crowd, like asking questions and like yeah. loving people. And I thought, Oh God, it's so hard. F all that. Yeah. Right. It, she, yeah, I have to give vulnerable. her, I have to give her credit where credit's due. She was fantastic at that. So, mm. um, and I said, uh, Hey, yo friend, why don't we just ask a question instead of what nagging is that or whatever that's called? Yeah. Not in a good way. Yeah. Right. And I just said, why don't you just ask, are we exclusive and monogamous? I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Right. And he would probably come back and be like, Yes, of course we are. Mm-hmm. Great. And that will ease your body the entire reason you were trying to get a reaction without asking a question. Yep. Right? So she agreed. She was like, oh, yeah. And the reason I recognize that is because I suck at that too. <laughs> and I'll throw stuff out there not to actually be vindictive. No, no. I'm just trying to. You, you want know. an answer the easy way. Okay. So with the boyfriend, I got the ex-boyfriend giving me a gift on my porch for Valentine's Day. I didn't know, I didn't expect it. Right. I didn't know whether to be honest and say something because I tell him everything Mm -hmm. or to fuck it, pretend I didn't get anything, put the book on the bookshelf and let's keep going. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Would that have been dishonest? Well, not really. Mm. I don't need to make men jealous. And ladies, I'm going to throw this out there to you. Mm -hmm. And we'll just say in my age group. (laughs) right in my age group it might have worked for younger people when you want a bunch of drama and you want that cat and mouse game and the back and forth but when we hit a certain age i'm 41 guys do not want that bullshit anymore no they literally want somebody solid and stable Mm -hmm. um that yes even if they don't want to marry you right away that they can build a foundation with that's just innate in their instincts like right yeah that's when the age kicks in, mm-hmm. okay? And I truly believe that. Right. And so we don't need to fucking make them jealous, no. ladies. We don't need to do things and tell them, oh, I got hit on at the bar. That's one thing I don't do, yeah. by the way, okay? I've probably said it one time to be funny because he asked. But uh, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Guys that hit on me at the bar happen so much that it doesn't even matter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, I totally told him. 
that the ex-boyfriend put a gift because I thought that it was him. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, why would it be him when he lives an hour away? He would have said hi to you <laughs> instead of leaving a gift and leaving again. So <laughs> don't be weird. After I processed that through, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't maybe have to say anything. And it wouldn't have been dishonest. How would he have felt safe living an hour away when ex-boyfriend is leaving gifts on my porch and I work at a bar on Fridays and Saturdays? He always said, like, I don't care. I'm confident. I, you know, I don't worry about that. But I thought, well, it's not making him feel any safer. Yeah. And so, ladies, don't do that. Mm -hmm. If you have something to ask your dude, just ask him. A direct question will get you a direct answer. Yes. Fair? It'll also clear up so much heartache. So much. Yeah. Right? Those assumptions, they can kill us all. Yeah. Right? I always just assume. So if he never answered me back right away, I'm going to, wow, my brain goes, where are we? (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) he already had a full-blown new girlfriend, (laughs) right? You're batshit crazy, Romy, and that's where it goes. But I also have a very artistic brain. Mm -hmm. Artistic, not autistic, Mm -hmm. but I (laughs) probably have both. But when somebody has an artistic brain, it goes wherever we want yeah. and we make up lots of art. That's right. Right? Yeah. And I actually had a talk with him about that the other day. Mm. And I said, if you don't communicate with me, mm-hmm. then my brain goes wherever it wants, yeah. which is usually not, not happy the place. place. You want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so if you can just communicate with me better, then I don't have to play a guessing game and then I won't have fight or flight. Exactly. Right? And... That's the part that's a little bit squirrely for me mm-hmm. because we've had a bunch of cases where he just didn't communicate with me at all. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. As your girlfriend, shouldn't I be told right. what's going on? Exactly. And I told him like, it doesn't feel like I'm your real girlfriend. We're not really together because there's so much gap in our life Yeah. and it's not distance and mileage on the road. Exactly. You put a meme. I did. On so say it <laughs> don't you remember, remember it you don't remember it but it was Something about, about the distance. distance yeah and it was in a boat yeah maybe i can pull it up here in a minute yeah but it's I, really good yeah it's really good and it would actually help well let's keep talking do you mind if i share something really fast no, while please. i'm looking it up please okay so two quick things the first one is going to be social media there's nothing wrong guys or girls to be posting the amazing things you're doing in your life when you're not with either your person or someone that you have interest in. You need to know that. The thing that is the game, and I don't condone it at all, is when you post something to not just get the attention of the other person, but to try to teach a lesson in some way. And I've done this in the past, and I'm realizing now, it's like even if your intentions were to help them you have to know that like what are you saying what i'm saying is is that one your intentions need to be for the betterment of yourself they shouldn't be to try to fix change manipulate anyone else so what have you done before so in the past like let's say let's say that i'm i'm i've gone on a couple dates with a certain person okay and I see certain things in them 
that are very characteristic of someone that probably needs X, Y, or Z. But I'm also not the dude to tell them that they need to fix X, Y, or Z. So what will I do? I'll just happen to come across a meme or happen to come across a story that talks about the very thing that they're dealing with. And then I post it. Why? Because I, I, because I really, you know, my intentions weren't necessarily for the world or my audience. It was really just for that person. If I really did care, I would say, Hey, do you mind if I talk about this with you or share it with you instead of passive aggressive, instead of being passive aggressive with it. And I think a lot of we've all done it. Yeah. We've all done it. So I'm just saying, but there's also this, this other lens that I've seen so much where guys or girls, in fact, I'll I'll share a quick thing with this. This is so funny. So, um, I, on Facebook, this was a couple months ago. Um, I reached out to a girl and she reached back, she came back to me and she's like, Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Uh, and, but I'm sorry. Like I'm not dating right now. I'm just going through a divorce. And I'm like, okay, we've already done this like multiple yeah. times. Let's just stop right there. I'm like, okay, well just let me, let me know when you get back into the scene or whatever. It'd be great to connect. And she's like, okay, sure. Great. Whatever. So I don't, I don't see anything from her. Fast forward like a month and a half, month and a half. Oh no. So not very long, right? Yeah. So then I start seeing pictures of she and another dude and I'm like, wait a minute. Was this one of those things where the woman was like her, her intention was just to basically push me away, but she actually was wanting to date. And I get so tired of that. Women, you've got to stop. Speak your truth. Romy saying, same, the same thing, whether it's a question or whether it's a statement, what is your intention? Right. If you're not interested in you're not someone, interested to tell them. oh my God, you don't even have to tell them to their face nowadays. No, you don't. There's eight other ways that you can, <laughs> right? Even Snapchat. Yeah, exactly. Somebody at the bar was like, I'm here on a date from Snapchat. And I was like, Whoa. how do you get a date from Snapchat? Uh, I'm, right. Yeah. And then they also ordered a Marg. And I was like, what is it? (laughs) She goes, you're so old. Yeah. I feel that. I get it. (laughs) So for me, like in that particular story, like we all know what what really happened. We all know the end of the story. She did. She is dating now. She happens to have a boyfriend now. And so she didn't go back to an ex. No, she she was dating. No, I don't know that she was dating when I talked to her and I called her out on it too. But obviously some time had to pass, right? You said this was only a few months ago. Yeah. Some time had to pass to get a boyfriend. Yeah. So that's the thing. It was Okay. <laughs> there was Not at least cool. like what, ninety days of a window from like still getting divorced to dating now. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was. Maybe it was a forty eight hour deal. I have no clue. So this broad just needed to say Sorry, I'm just not interested. Yeah, but here's the thing that I want to get across because you have good-hearted women that are lying to themselves and other people and they don't realize it. And it goes back to this whole idea of every action has a reaction. So you said what you did. You're going to get a response from a dude the way that I came across, if you're lucky. Other dudes would be like, you're a pile of and they go after them. And then they block, and then they're like, I hate men. And then they go off these other things and go tell their girlfriends about how horrible this guy is. And then the story spins out of control. It's so true. It happens all the time. Yeah. And so what I'm saying here is that it all starts with being honest with yourself. And in this case, I don't know the reality. When we talk about like going back and saying, okay, how did we get from where did, how did we get here? So... If I go back from a timeline perspective, yeah, there was a time gap about 90 days where she could have gotten a divorce. She could have started dating right after. I have no clue. I don't know the truth. And that doesn't matter. What mattered was is her response after. 
And so, like I said, well, like I'm just, I said, I'm tired of women not being honest with themselves because when I had reached out, you said you weren't dating. She's like, well, that, if you look back in the timeline, like I wasn't dating at that time and things have changed since. And I was like, okay, I understand. And then she went, continued on to basically like apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or anything like that. And I was like, okay, cool. That's great. She did that. Yeah, she did. I'm like, awesome. No, no worries. Don't worry about it. I was like, I'm just sorry. I missed the narrow window is what I said. Okay. So like, and that makes sense, especially for someone that, you know, was as attractive as she was. But like (laughs) at the same time, that's just to illustrate how important it is if we're creating these storylines, you know, we have to make sure that if we're wanting a certain type of reaction, we are acting in a way to be able to bring it to us, if that makes any sense. And in this case, I think it was honest. I think, I don't think she was, you know, messing around with me, but that's just the point to illustrate like so many times, you know, if we don't want to have bad reactions, don't, don't start off with actions that are not, not the truth. Yeah. So anyway, that has been a fun one. Oh my gosh. Um, I was going to. Okay. So I was going to say, get out of victim mode, <laughs> but know when to cut people. She's like noise. doing sign language guys. So I'm like, <laughs> we're trying to figure out what's happening. No. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I took a drive. We're in Utah, but we want to say shout out, right? To all the listeners in other countries. Oh my God. This is awesome. Yeah. You said Australia, right? Yeah. I won't say put a shrimp on the <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. He, he was waiting for it, <laughs> but I will behave myself. No, we've, we appreciate all of you. I know. And we've... we would love to stay at your house. that's right you have a beachfront property yeah if you have beachfront property we could do our podcast right from your house if we're welcome there oh my gosh so thank you everyone um but yeah we're gonna on the next episode part two uh uh, we're gonna talk about cutting out the noise how to not be in victim mode and when to cut out people i won't say unhealthy because those that you know get healthy and you're unhealthy who are we to say yeah it's everybody's journey, mm-hmm. right? But like I said, I wrote notes today. So get out of victim mode and know when to cut people and noise, yeah. but know when to keep others. Exactly. So, all right. Yeah. And we'll cover that on uh, part two of this episode. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron show. Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And and save a horse, ride a unicorn. unicorn.